So here's the question. How do independent adjusters like us, who can't hide behind corporate logos, processes, and profit, who are spending our own money and reputation, how do we work in a way that lets us get work, assignments, deployments, and more income? Without wasting time or money in this world of insurance while standing out in the crowd. That is the question, and this podcast will help guide you to the answers. My name is Chris Stanley, and this is the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Join myself and other independents on the path to non-corporate success in the insurance industry. We are IAs. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast. This is episode 36. I hope you enjoyed the new intro and I feel pumped up and ready to help guide you on the path as an IA. So I am asked all the time, can you help me become an independent adjuster? Can you help me transition to be a catastrophic adjuster? I'm trying to get started, Chris, uh, in becoming an independent adjuster. What do I need to do? How long is it going to take? But really, what most people are asking is, can you help me get started tomorrow? They really want to start making money like right now, like right now. And so what ends up happening is I end up having to have discussions about how long it really takes to become an independent adjuster. So I thought that would be a great topic for today. So today's title is how long does it take to become a catastrophic claims adjuster and is it worth it? Because that's really the question. It's not really how long does it take, although that that's the the upfront question, but the underlying theme is, is it worth it? Is it worth the time, effort, energy, and commitment needed to become an independent adjuster? And I think why most people become uh, or try to become independent adjusters is because they want to make money right now. They want a better job, and they, they're hoping that they can find answers in this new career that they just heard about, and they can just jump right in and change their life right now. And that can work, but before we get into it, I need to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Badger Mapping. Badger Mapping is the very best mapping software I found for auto adjusters and appraisers. Badger Mapping has an amazing route optimization that now handles my least favorite part of the job, which is scheduling. Can't stand it. I never like figuring out what's next, who I need to call, and it does it all for me. All I do is the claims. All I do is I put in the claims that I have, and Badger Mapping tells me the order I want to call and inspect them in. Saves me all that headache. With notes, names, and custom fields, Badger Mapping is truly a management system for all your IA companies. Get two free months of Badger Mapping for being an IAPath listener. That's two free months. All you have to do is go to IAPath.com slash Badger Mapping. Sign up for the free trial and follow the instructions to earn two free months. All right, so let's dive into the topic of how long it takes to become an independent adjuster, specifically catastrophic. Uh, today, we're going to be breaking down the catastrophic independent adjuster side. But this time frame is relevant to becoming a daily independent claims adjuster as well. And there may be a few variations and steps and things. But for the most part, this is at least the minimum amount that I think you're going to have to invest part-time 
as your hobby to become an independent adjuster. So we're going to walk through this step by step. I'm going to give you my conclusion at the end and then we'll walk through, is it worth it? Okay. So number one, you got to get an adjuster's license and that takes about a month. So you have 40 hours of study and online courses. Um, then you have a test. And then you got to get admin and fingerprints and all this other stuff to make sure that, uh, you know, everything's processed properly by the governments it be. So you, you got to commit about a month to really get that done. I mean, you can technically do it in a week, but that's not part time. That's full time. That's all you're doing that week. You're getting it done. And then you got to wait about a month for to get the adjuster's license. So you got one to two months wrapped up in just getting your adjuster's license. But in that second month, you can kind of start moving on. Um, to some of the other things that you need to be doing. You don't have to just sit around and wait for that license to come in. Um, but the second thing you need to do is you got to learn the basics of hail adjusting. You know, you have to dive in and start learning about automobiles if you're doing auto or property if you're doing property. You got to start learning about the necessary components, pieces, and things that make up this job. You have to learn that. You need to start learning hail damage 101. You got to learn what kind of damage is caused by hail on the car or on the house. You need to start diving in and understanding these things. Just as you may understand, uh, dive in and start understanding a hobby of yours or the stock market or sports, heaven forbid. So, all of a sudden, the time that you're investing in your hobbies and things, if you shift your focus to learning about the chosen career path, uh, and if you're choosing the independent adjuster path, then um, and you're looking for autos or property, you need to decide what are you going after and really get to know what that entails. So hopefully, if you're listening to your pot, this podcast right now, you're already starting to have that mindset that I've got to start absorbing this information and understanding how to walk this path in a way that's going to actually get me somewhere and I'm not just going to waste time or money. Okay. So you got to learn the basics of auto or house. You got to learn what kind of damage is caused to the auto or house. And you've got to learn your estimating system. So if you're working with autos, that's CCC1, that's Auditex, occasionally Mitchell, but really it's CCC1 and Auditex. For a property, you got to learn Xactimate. And you've got to learn how to do these things, not just like, oh yeah, I've seen it before. I took a two-day class. You've got to learn how to be efficient and proficient at it. You don't want to show up to your first storm and not perform. You got to show up and wow them to get a repeat deployment. So number three, once you've got to learn the basics of hail adjusting done, which is number two, you got number three, sign up for uh, the five major companies and attend orientation. So the last step, learn basics of hail adjusting. I would say that takes one to two months at least of part-time study to really start understanding as a vehicle or as a house what makes it up, depending on how much you already know. And then you got to learn how hail damage affects it. You got to learn the estimating system. You at least need to dedicate a month or two to learning that. The number three, sign up for the five major companies and attend their orientation. And that takes one to two months. And the five major companies are Pilot Catastrophe, EA Renfro, Whirly, Eberl, CNC Adjusting. So those are kind of the big five that work a lot with State Farm. And there's a few others. But those are the big five that everybody goes to. And I'm just kind of giving you the general roadmap that most people take. This isn't necessarily the order I think you should take it in. But this is just giving you a time frame with probably what you're already familiar with. So you get a real good grasp of how long this is going to take. And that's going to take 
one to two months to sign up for all those companies and attend their orientation. At least one to two months. There's only a handful of orientations every year. So your timing has to be almost perfect to get that done in one to two months. Um, then you got to wait for the perfect storm and deployment. And that could take anywhere from one to six months. I mean, seriously, you could be waiting up to six months for the perfect storm to where you get your shot or longer. I've known people that have waited years to get their first deployment. So my conclusion is you need at least six months to get properly trained, licensed, to get on the rosters, and to be ready. Um, with Hale, the season starts March 1st. So if you're looking to get started next year, I would say you start immediately. I mean, as soon as possible. And you start getting ready at least in the summer or fall the previous year. Now, there's hurricanes that you may get a chance at. There's some different things that may happen that you may get a shot. Uh, other than a hail season, but hail season is usually the best chance for you to get a deployment because once all the veterans go out and get deployed, once they go out and get some wind claims, some flood claims, some hail claims, then usually there's some hail storms um, that pop up that you can be called out to. Um, so you got to plan six months. That's the key here. Six months. So now that you know six months is the time frame you need to dedicate to transition to a new career and to, and to be ready when somebody calls you, you need to have six months. Is it worth it? Now, that's the next question. Is it worth it? And, and for you, it may be a different answer than for me. Uh, you're going to earn, you know, 60000 plus. If you get your foot in the door and you work semi-consistently, you're going to make $60,000 a year. But it's not uncommon for people who are really doing well, especially if they're in property or they land a really long deployment, to make over $100,000. That can happen. And so is it worth it six months to be able to make $60,000 to line yourself up for that career? Now, it's not a guarantee, but nothing's a guarantee. Let's consider the alternative. If you were to go to college for four years, spend ten dollars to $40,000 on tuition, and then you get out. What's going to happen? You hope you find a job in your chosen career field and you end up making $30,000 a lot of times. And there's nothing wrong with making $30,000. I've made $30,000 a lot of years, but you just spent four years and ten dollars to $40,000 on tuition. That's a long time to invest. And that's not saying that's not worth it. But I, what I'm saying is we accept that as that's the way that is. But yet for independent adjusting, we have this mindset that, no, it needs to happen right now. And I don't need to invest any time, effort, energy, or money. No, that's not true. You've got to invest yourself in this if you want to be successful. You can hope. You could scratch off you know, the lottery card of independent adjusting and like get your license and apply for one company and just wait. That's just not my recommendation. I don't think that's very healthy or a good expectation. You've got to invest yourself. You've got to learn. You've got to use the resources that are available to you to get trained up and to be ready when you get called. Um, and the biggest problem I see consistently with almost every single new adjuster I talk to is that you don't know enough and you don't know anybody. Um it, and it's frustrating because when you don't know enough and you do get a shot, you generally you don't show up and you don't perform and you may not get a second shot. 
but people think that they don't have to know anything or they think they know enough, but they you don't. I, I promise. If you haven't done it before, you don't know enough. You got to get trained on this. And I'm not talking an all state or a state farm orientation or a state farm certified. None of that is actual hands on kind of training that actually prepares you for the job. It'll give you a small glimpse, not a good enough glimpse, I don't think, uh, that you'll be able to truly stand above the crowd just with those classes um, and requirements alone. And being an IA, you really are your own company. And so when you're your own company, you got to get creative. You got to make yourself better. You got to treat this as your own company. And most people, they just kind of go after the big five. If they even apply for all five, they go after the big five and they just wait. Well, if you were a business owner and you had a brick building business, I don't think you just sit around and go after the five biggest companies that you knew who might need brickwork. I'm going to go after the World Trade Center. I'm going to go after the White House, whatever. The five major people in your town, is that really who you're going to go after? Or are you going to go after everyone? You're going to go target this neighborhood over here. You know, you got to get creative. You got to start thinking outside the box. This is your own company. And if you want to have that non-corporate success, you got to go beyond checking the boxes of, of the five. Okay, and you got to invest back in your company, just like companies, you know, to have your own company in a brick building business, you got to have your own tools, you got to own cement mixers, you got to have your own trucks, you got to have your own ladders. Well, independent adjusting is the same thing. Of course, you got to have a car, of course, you got to have a ladder and different things like that for property. But I mean, even figuratively speaking, you got to have the training, you got to have the arsenal available to you. And so I want to share with you, um, Something that I have put out there, and some of you have heard it before, but I've got a brand new advertisement for the course that IAPATH offers to help prepare you for the hail season. And then I'll come back and I'll wrap up with the five takeaways from the day that you can apply to make your independent adjusting business better immediately. So you want to be a catastrophic adjuster. Here's the deal. You've got your adjuster's license, you signed up for a few major companies, you've attended orientation, you might have even received a text saying you're on standby. So have thousands of others. Thousands of others are waiting just like you. They're waiting for their ticket, their shot at being a catastrophic adjuster. Do you want to wait in that line or would you like to skip it? Because I have a solution. Learn how to be a hail damage estimator with hail score by IAPATH. My name is Chris Stanley. I'm a nine-year adjusting veteran, and I've earned my income as a hail adjuster, traveled the country, and I've seen what it takes to succeed. The problem is you don't know enough, and you don't know anybody. Come join me on this journey. Come be a part of something. You need to learn a skill to succeed. Don't do what everyone else does because you'll just end up waiting just like everyone else. There's hope. There's a path. Join me in skipping the line. Learn to be a catastrophic hail adjuster and score more catastrophic deployments with hail score by IAPATH. We are IAs. Visit hailscorecourse.com. That's hailscorecourse.com. Okay, so let's come back and we will get 
these five takeaways for you to apply to your business immediately. So you, know, you just heard that advertisement. So if you only know the minimal information and you don't have any expertise or understanding concepts of hail, flood, auto, property, it's going to hurt your chances to be deployed and of getting repeat deployments. Because if you just had the minimum, everybody's got the minimum. Well, that's not going to be good enough to stand out from the crowd. So here's my five takeaways today to apply. Number one, start now. I don't care where you're at in your journey, wherever that next step is, start now. At least six months you're going to have to invest before the next hail season if that's where you're going to start. Number two, be ready to spend six plus months pursuing this part-time. This isn't a get-rich-quick scheme, people. It's not get-rich-quick because if you're planning on a get-rich-quick scheme, it's not going to last. You're not going to make it. And I'm glad it's not a get-rich-quick scheme because get-rich-quick schemes usually don't last and nobody thinks they're worth anything. But hard work, effort, energy, all that is worth something to somebody. So whatever you put into it, you're going to get it back. Okay. Number three. Treat this as your business because it is. As an IA, you have your own business. Like I said in the new intro, you can't hide behind logos, profits, and processes. You have to create your own logos, profits, and processes. This is your business. Number four, don't just apply for the big five. Go find some smaller companies, okay? Don't just go after the five biggest people in your neighborhood. You know, go after a lot more customers okay you want to be a vendor for more than just the big five and number five learn the skills needed to earn repeat deployments whether it's through the ia path classes that i offer whether it's through other companies out there that you go and get training through go get trained do not expect to walk onto a catastrophe storm and stand out and do great when you don't know anything it's it's ludicrous so we'll go through Uh, Number one, start now. Number two, be ready to spend six months. Number three, treat this as your business because it is. Number four, don't just apply for the big five. Number five, learn the skills needed to earn repeat deployments. So do I think it's worth the investment? Yes, but you must understand what you're getting into. This isn't a get-rich-quick scheme. You got to work. And what that translates into is a good career that you can get into with higher than average pay and more freedom. So for me, that's a, a, a sign me up. I, I, I want to do it, especially having gone through it, experienced it, seen it. It's totally worth it. It just sometimes is hard in the moment to keep pushing on and taking that next step. So if you're ready to become a catastrophic adjuster or you're not sure what it's like, you that next step you're looking for my amazon number one best-selling book the hail adjusters playbook gives you the truth about being a hail adjuster and what it takes to be successful so you can go get the audiobook completely free by visiting hailadjustersplaybook.com all right guys thank you so much for listening to the independent adjuster podcast until next week keep walking your path this is your guide chris Stanley.